Hi, my name is Glory. I'm a second year student studying at the Bartlett School of Architecture in London, originally from Hong Kong. And I'm Yan Shan, a second year architecture student, and I'm into musicals, oil painting, movies, and embarrassingly into self-help and Richie Biscuits. You're listening to Designing Thoughts with the Archigals, a podcast where we talk about working and creativity, living well, the human condition with relationships, and life experiences. Hi everyone, welcome back to our podcast. So I'm your host, Glory, and this is my co-host, Yan Shan. And today we're going to be talking about cultivating creativity and where we get creative inspiration. So we will start off with our own personal experiences with creativity and then start discussing around the topic generally and just our thoughts on how to cultivate it. So we'll start off with our personal stories and just sort of like a story arc for us to talk about our experience with it. So when we talk about creativity, I think it's more so about the general um, topic of creativity, but in our stories, it's kind of related to art or design, but I feel like it's sort of more general in the sense that it can be applied to any other field of work, like writing or just creating things or like engineering. I think it's, even though it's in a different field, I think the the whole like scope or the topic is kind of similar across different fields. So yeah. That's... Yeah, actually, I think it'd be quite useful to, to like define creativity in terms of how we define it. D- define it. So I guess for for us, it's like, or at least for me, it's like very specifically to, uh, like putting things on paper, like drawing or painting, and I'm not sure if that's like a cultural influence thing where that's what I consider creativity. But I mean, obviously, I also do things like play the piano and glory dances. But yeah, I I guess it's just quite specific to do it, putting things on paper, just because that's what our course is about yeah also I think for me creativity is more about the idea of being able to connect different ideas together and also being able to come up with new things and piece them together to create something that's cool and unheard of I think that's what it means to me but yeah Yanshan you can you can talk about your experience with creativity <laughs> okay so I guess um I started out being quite decent at drawing as a kid I think just because I was probably quite bored and then drawing is like quite a, <laughs> a fun thing to do and it's like you don't need much, you just need uh-huh. pen and paper. So then I quite drew quite a lot of free time but I wasn't like the best in school or anything and I wasn't, I didn't win any prizes. I think this continued even throughout secondary school. Uh, so like even though I started going for art classes outside of school and getting skilled but I still wasn't really considered good. Actually I remember in art class like this guy who copied art from the textbook, like, got a better mark than me. And I was so salty about it because I put in so much effort and I thought mine was original. But, you know, what to do? <laughs> and then, so that was for up until GCSE level. And I did take it at GCSE because it just wasn't offered in my school. I went to, like, a really science-based school. Then I really, really, really wanted to do it at, 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 like, for an exam just to kind of test how good I was. So then when I went to uh, A-levels, I chose as a college which gave me the opportunity to do art, which was like quite famous for it. So that was kind of the driving factor behind my A-level college choice. But I, So I chose it as my A-level subject without any background in it. And I did it in, I think, 18 months, like the whole A-level course. So it was quite bad. Like at the beginning, I was predicted a C. And I was so upset. <laughs> but then... Yeah, then it, but it turned out fine, I think. Just because I really like like doing it, I would like stay in the art room to do it. Mm-hmm. That's nice. 
Yeah. yeah. What about for you for like the early parts, I guess? I think, I think, I mean, for us, it's mostly, we have the common thing of just being interested in art. So I think for me, like when I was in primary school, I think I was always, I don't know how to, how I came up with this label, but I felt like I was a creative kid because everyone in my class or like my teachers always like called me creative. As in when I did like presentations, I would like come up with ideas that like no one thought about, even for like, you know, oral speaking, like the the four four <sighs> box comics thing, I would come up with like a very crazy story. But yeah, and then I, I just felt like a lot of the opportunities I had in primary school where I was able to utilize my creativity, it wasn't really... I guess encouraged or celebrated because um, I went to a very local school in Hong Kong so it just wasn't really encouraged like everyone was very focused on getting like the good grades so creativity wasn't like a really important factor on becoming a good student so even when I yeah so even when I did like creative writing and creating these like crazy machines for like art class or like just drawing (laughs) stuff in my create like creative in my creative writing notebook I would get like scolded by teachers because they'd be like, this is not art class, you know, like you can't draw in your notebooks. And then I remembered like getting punished just for like drawing in my notebooks or like, you know, stuff like that. And it would just, it just wasn't really celebrated, I feel like. So it was kind of hard on me and I didn't like that. So for secondary school, I went to um, a more international school. And in there, I feel like they sort of had the environment that allowed students to Um, express themselves in a creative way so like you said I took uh, art for both GCSE and A-levels and then I think at that point I was slowly coming out of my shell like I felt like it was appreciated the ideas that I had and I had the environment to explore that and express myself creatively so I was pretty grateful for that and yeah so for my artworks I was just very happy being able to create pieces that I was happy with and exploring ideas in those ways and yeah and then after that, the two of us just came together and met each other at Bartlett. So we can talk about how we felt about creativity while studying at the Bartlett. I guess like before that, when you when you were in secondary school, it was also quite, yeah, I guess you get quite a lot of freedom, but also you had, it's like a lot of pushing your own agenda, which is like quite interesting. But I think a lot of it is also quite set out for you like even though it was creative at a level it's not really that creative (laughs) it's like you can you can like copy quite directly from your references and nobody really minds and then you can yeah uh like even though you you do interesting things in terms of like what's been done in the school before it's not really super groundbreaking I guess like the tutors don't really push you like teachers don't push you that much for me at least yeah that's true I think, but I think for like a, a student at our age at the time, it was still like a pretty big step, especially for me considering I didn't have the opportunities in primary school. I think it was still like a big step being able to do what I liked. But yeah. That's true. Especially compared to the other subjects, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So after that, you yeah. went to Bartlett. Yeah. So how did you feel like, was it like very different? Yeah, because it it, it is very different from school. Because like I think coming from a painting background and then having to re- represent things in different ways, so like do collage or layout, making like the layout presentation look nice or even drawing, and also being neat was like quite a challenge for me. And I think especially in first year in the first term, 
where it was all about different ways to so our first term project was about breaking down one item and representing it in a different ways I guess and then I found that really 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 challenging I struggled so much because I just didn't know what to do when when there were no guidelines Mm. yeah I, I definitely relate to that like I feel like Having no guidelines was a very difficult thing. Like, people always talk about having freedom in their projects, but when we actually get it, it's actually quite scary. Especially because in secondary school, like, we were so used to having mark schemes, specifications, and then guidelines set out for us. So it's hard to, like, just do anything we like. Um, Yeah, and I think same with you. I was very shocked when I went to Bartlett because they gave us so much creative freedom. And sort of because we were so used to what we did in secondary school, when we applied the same sort of skill set and the way the mindset we had to the same projects in university, it wasn't really like, I, I, don't, I don't know how to say it. Like the tutors didn't really appreciate it as much, I would say, because they had their own specific way of thinking. And for them, that wasn't creativity. I felt like like they had their own sort of way of thinking and that's creative to them. Yeah. Do you agree? Um, yeah. yeah. I remember once I drew like my, like a portrait of, I think it was my grandparents because it was related to my project and then my tutor was just like yeah don't do this again like this is not what you do <laughs> and I thought it was a good portrait like, you know it's just kind of it's just yeah I think it's just shocking the different ways that you represent things I think because for me my art at A-level was very uh, based on representing something directly instead of representing mm. something through other medium whereas in other, for other people it was more they were like they thought that way from the start so I guess it was more difficult yeah and I mean I've been speaking about like the topic of what we've learned in Bartlett like with another friend and I think it was just like the ability to be able to communicate through drawing and other mediums like it's very hard to put it down on paper because it's very easy for us to say like oh I learned this software I learned about what materials are used for to build buildings but then like in terms of it's, it's very like non-tangible you know like the the sort of skill you have to be creative and able to communicate your ideas through drawing and express them clearly I think it's a very like valuable skill because like how would you sort of teach that you know like even though we're experiencing it now I feel like it's very hard to you know have like a criteria like saying how you would teach it yeah you know I think the main things that I learned especially in year two in year one I felt was a bit of a mess but in year two was like (laughs) the way of thinking and working through a project to represent it the best and also the idea that what uh like how you make something almost doesn't really matter anymore what matters is how well what you made represents what you're trying to say and trying to like come up with an image which just says what you want to say without you having to speak over it. That was yeah. quite important. I think for people who don't study architecture it might be a bit difficult to understand what we're saying. But I think in the simplest ways of trying to explain it, for example, if you have a site and you want to explain like conditions in that specific area, you wouldn't just take a photograph of the site. That would be representation of the area. Instead, I would say the way of communicating in a more creative and creative way and also letting people understand you through a different medium 
would be sort of taking the photos and then sort of collaging them and then adding in information on site like for example routes of how you reach the site and then pedestrian access and then the light sources where do they come from and then um noise noise noises in the area like sort of like that you you know you have a diagram that shows all of these things all together instead of just showing the photograph of the site because you know anyone can take a photograph of the site and say this is my site but it i think it takes more like thought and skill to be able to analyze the entire thing the entire area and being able to co collect all the information and being able to represent that like through yeah. a different medium yeah. in this example like art or like collaging or diagram yeah. yeah also an important thing about that also would just be like to pick out important things so like you mentioned the roots i guess like if you think that's important then you have to put it in then you have to justify why you think it's important when you put it in so you're choosing things intentionally I think yeah. my teachers were pretty big on that as well. And I, and I think that's quite important. Yeah. I guess what was the most shocking thing for you to learn in Bartlett? Like how people worked in terms of like creatively, cre creatively. Um, I guess the most shocking thing would be, I don't know actually. I think it was just that, um, I think it was about the process. So before this, I hadn't really appreciated the, pro the creative process of um, mm. trying out ideas and having him fail and then choosing the good ones to move on to the next round and to like iterate. So I think I was quite shocked that, so I, when, I, when I designed my first uh, building, it was the first iteration, but then I didn't realize that, oh yeah, so this is just a starting point. You don't have to keep any of these ideas in the next one. And then you design a second iteration and it can be completely different. And that's actually good because in the third iteration, you combine the first two iterations. Like I think to me, it always seemed like a linear thing and not, actually it's very all over the place. Yeah, I think, that's a, I think that's a very good point. I think this is also something I learned because I don't know if this is like for everyone, but at least for me during secondary school when I did an art project, in the beginning, I can sort of see the end point of where this was going. Mm -hmm. And I knew like what the final thing was going to look like because I can envision the whole process through my head. But then in Bartlett, like the entire project kind of taught me to think differently. And I think this is just not not like restricted to architecture. I think it's for any like projects you have, whether it's like for like having a business or like writing a book or like, you know, anything really that you have to spend effort in. I think it's really important just to like, do it and then like focus on the process because a lot of the projects i think even for you when we did them in the bartlett like we didn't know what the end goal was going to be like i think that mm. was the first lesson i learned for like even in year one the first project i did i had a vision of what it was going to look like i told my tutor and he said you shouldn't have a vision of what it looks like at the end like you have to trust the process and then you would reach a point that might be happy you're, you're happy with and that sort of was born because of the process you went through and i think that was very like a very important lesson that i learned being mm -hmm. in bartlett yeah yeah that's good i think also yeah. other than that would also be uh, actually re relating to that is kind of referencing and realizing that nothing you make is actually original and especially at our level we yeah, have this to sort of, yeah. get uh, draw a lot from past projects and other people yeah, yeah and to do yeah yeah, I mean, this sort of brings us to the next, like, section where we can just talk about the the topic of creativity freely, like, not really just related to our experiences, 
like what you said i feel like it's very true like nothing is inherently like original it's sort of i feel like referencing is just sort of like being having the ability to be able to pick things out like selectively and like use that like using that to inspire it for your work it's also like it it like it's in this book by like austin cleon called steal like an artist so it's like like what an artist steals is not like copying like they're selectively picking out elements to incorporate in their own projects because nothing is inherently original anyways like you can't have a fully original idea so i think to some extent like definitely referencing is a good point but just like not to the point where you're just duplicating the yeah. the, the whole thing yeah yeah i remember like um one of our talks at school now my gave a talk who's an architect and he mentioned that basically architecture is kind of like piecing together different references and you're constantly doing it and every building that you see comes from different parts of another building and it's mm. also I think at the time I thought it was like oh then what then that sounds quite bad we don't do anything original <laughs> but I think like when you put together different parts of other buildings that's actually quite creative as well yeah and I also think like the ability to like reference it's like I think people will find something that they resonate with. So I feel like if everything is like completely new, people might not be able to resonate with that well, especially in architecture, like when you're building on a site, like you can't just build something out of nowhere, you know, like you need to have some sort of like referencing or like mirroring some of the neighboring stuff. Like I feel like otherwise it would be too out of place, you know, and I feel like this also can relate to other other fields you know like it, it doesn't have to be just architecture i just feel like having some sort of reference and resonating to other things will be nice for people to have a sort of like recognizing it yeah in a way I, not even just visual referencing but also just like getting inspiration in general from other th other things or other mediums yeah hmm, which is why i guess like but like thoreau who wrote walden writer he he took what like he had to stay in the forest for months at a time he took walks he drew from nature I, I, or, or like some other artists like Tracy Yumin also just draws from social commentary and things that are happening around her so I guess mm. those things are quite interesting to see and also as, as someone who does architecture it's also important for me to look at stuff like that to see their creative process I think I almost learn more from it because sometimes that's more obvious like the process that other artists go through because to me I can see the final piece that they make, which is like a book in Doro's case, or like a piece of art, and then I can trace like their journey. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess that also sort of brings me to like, I feel like the most important point of like creativity is like, I believe in the, 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 the motto that like creativity is a muscle. Like I feel like you always have to train it. Like you have to constantly keep using it and therefore it sort of builds up your creativity ability because I feel like people kind of expect creativity to be like a natural talent I think there's some mm -hmm. truth in that but then at the same time I feel like you need to have like a yeah like a, a environment for you to actually exercise this muscle and like use it to like a certain extent for you to be able to like use it more freely in like everyday life and come up with ideas I mean, it's also the same with like you like talking about the artists that you like looking at and like their creative process, which is also why like when I see a project, I really like looking at their process sketches mm -hmm. and like how they reach the final stage, because I think that's the most interesting part. Like 
a lot of the times when you see stuff online, it's always the final image, but I usually find like the process of making it is like much more interesting than the final thing because you see all the ideas coming in together and then you see all like the failed versions or like the eliminated versions and how they reach the final thing. And I feel like that's just like a lot more, like has a lot more depth. You know, and then you can see like even for them, like artists like them, they also struggle with the process of coming up with like a really good idea. You know, it's not like a one time thing where they just sit down, think something and like light bulb moment, they have the really good idea. You know, it's always a process and then you always have to go through iterations by iterations. And that's just how creativity works. Like it's a tedious process. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about that because I think some people have, I think there's two types. Some people get like struck by lightning like struck by inspiration and then they produce mm. uh something while very young without i think without a lot of um training or without a lot of experience i think this is especially obvious in like business when being creative in terms of like the business that you start like some some startups are super young and super uh like facebook <laughs> or like college or like google i mean i, I wouldn't consider them inexperienced because I guess they've been coding for even then it's been they've been coding using computers for maybe like 10 years but then it also appears that they uh managed to create something really fast and really quickly but whereas in contrast to other forms of art and other people who have more experience making things later yeah I mean like building off of that point I feel like there's definitely like a a bit of luck involved like everything has a bit of luck involved but then I feel like like sort of building up with what you said at the end like it's definitely through a process of constantly doing something like you don't just start and then you're immediately hit by lightning like I'm not saying that's probably impossible maybe it happened in some cases I don't know but I feel like most of the case I'd probably argue like 99.9% of the cases of like struck by lightning ideas it's probably in the middle like when you're always when you're throughout a process of experimenting something and then like a good idea hits you because I mean that also kind of happened to me when I'm doing like a project for my year two and then sometimes during the middle of a process suddenly I will have like a very good idea and then I'll like I'll execute it and then my tutors would like it but it's only because I've been in that like position for so long and like being in that environment if always constantly stimulated by my work and other people's ideas then I am able to have like a light bulb moment so I don't think it's like I don't think it's possible to just be completely in your own bubble and then have like a creative like being struck by lightning you know yeah yeah I think that's quite true but that's also quite bad because then in a way because then it's art kind of becomes very good to being to suffering and being (laughs) very persistent and not having like your work-life balance so like it, it always feeling mm-hmm. like a struggle and I feel like that's not what it should be either so I think there's it's a lot of past cases of really famous suffering artists like Van Gogh Carab- I actually listened to a podcast about Van Gogh and Caravaggio yesterday and it was even Caravaggio was like a murderer and mentally disturbed and Van Gogh was also had depression and maybe was bipolar but there's something about like the torture artist that I think people really resonate with because like only if you're st- struggling and only if you are not sure what you're doing then only you're making good art and I feel like I feel the pressure to do that so I feel the pressure to overwork and to keep trying at something even though I I, I guess pushing is good but like too much is also not good like what do you think 
Yeah, I definitely think so. I mean, we can probably expand this entire topic of like romanticizing, um, like struggling artists and suffering, like in another episode. But I do think that there's some sort of that like involved in the whole like creating like valuable art. I think it's definitely true. But then like, I don't know. Like, I feel like the process doesn't have to be so insufferable. You know, like I feel like we also have to learn to. Enjoy the process of creating something because it can it can actually be very rewarding. It's just sometimes our mindsets shift to the point where we don't sort of enjoy as much. Because I definitely experience with that, like like the stuff I'm doing right now, I actually really enjoy it. But then because I put so much pressure on creating stuff and generating things and having creative ideas and creating things just in general, it sort of takes away the fun from you know have cre- generating ideas, and that really sucks. So yeah, I'm trying not to do the whole romanticizing suffering thing as well because it's very easy to just go up to someone like once you finish a project, you know, you, it's very easy to go up to someone and say, "Hey, this is a very nice project I had, and I think it's a really cool idea." But guess what? In the middle, I suffered so hard, but it was all worth it in the end. But I feel like it's sort of like it, it doesn't really matter to anyone else. It's really just about like you enjoying the process, which also brings me to the next point of I feel like for me, like I feel like a good mental health. Is like way more important to create, like to have creativity and generate creative ideas. Because I feel like, at least speaking from personal experience, like if I don't have like a good mental condition, like I wouldn't be able to have creativity. You know, at least for me, like when I was personally when I was struggling very hard, like it was very very difficult for me to have good ideas. Yeah, I think I realized that also this year you? because it was quite. Uh, like I I I think because like I started tracking how the how, how my progress fluctuated over the week and over the year in general and generally when I was happier I produced better work but it's like it it was like a balance like it was like the happier that I was it also meant that I was going out more and, and not uh like doing my project so like after a certain point of happiness then my work quality went down again because I just spent too much time having fun so I guess it's like a balance. <laughs> Yeah, I think it's definitely a balance because I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just I. I think this year was just like very different compared to like normal circumstances. So I would understand like if you said you wanted to just have fun and it would just like take you away from the whole working process. But like for me, because I was like at home, so it was definitely different. But I think doing stuff that I like outside of work like really helped with like building the. Building my creativity and being able to do work in a much more like good condition, I think that was like really important to me. And I think for you, like it's just more of like finding a balance. Cause like if the balance is tilted, like you're still not in a good mental condition. You know, like if you're having like too much of a good thing or like too much fun, like yeah. it, it tips the balance as well. So it's just, yeah. I mean, it takes time, right? Even it's like like the same thing with building creativity. Like everything takes time. Just like. You know, take your time, and then like you'll be able to find the balance, and then like know how your workflow is. So yeah. Yeah, I think in terms of、uh, taking time to do other things as well, though, that's quite important. Like to take breaks when you are doing the work, so that you can find other sources of inspiration, and also just relax and take care of your physical health. Like I found exercise so helpful. This. Um, yeah, pandemic. I hate the word pandemic. Oh my gosh, so constantly used. <laughs> But yeah, I think I think that was really nice. And also, I think in general, 
going out for walks and talking to other people, I just appreciated it so much more when it came in small doses, this mm. period. And then I just think that was also super helpful. Yeah. Performing the work. Yeah, same, same for me. I feel like, like people, I mean, it's getting more recognition now, but I think even back then or even now, like I feel like the uh, the power of taking breaks was sort of like underestimated because I mean, not only in Asian culture, I think it's just in general, people sort of glorify overworking. So people expect you to constantly be busy, but I feel like busy doesn't have to be like a, like a good word, you know, like it, you can be like good busy or like bad busy, you know, it's more about like working efficiently and figuring out the rhythm of like how you work. Cause I think for me also, like when I'm working like all the time every day, like I remember doing drawings from like 10 AM to 7 PM at night. Actually, if you say that to other architecture students, probably not a long time. But like for, <laughs> but like, anyways, it's probably a long time for people who don't study architecture. But in general, like, doesn't have to be architecture, like anything. If you're just doing it for like a long time, it sucks the fun out of it. And I think just doing stuff outside of it like really helps. Like what you say, like taking a walk, and especially if you're in like the creative industry, like I feel like moving away from the work, you're able to look at things in a clearer perspective with a clearer mind. And then you're able to take inspiration from like other people and then like just other things you see that's not related to the project. And that's sort of like where the creativity comes from, you know, like taking ideas from other things and connecting it with another thing. I feel like that's where it comes in. So I think, yeah, that's really good. Like taking a break. But I think people are quite different though. Like some people like talking about their project a lot to other people to get inspired. Some people like doing unrelated things. And I think for me, it's a lot of, doing things and thinking about it myself instead of talking to people but I, I think it really depends like some people really really enjoy discussing their project and then or even discussing their creative work so even if you were doing like writing a book you like discussing how the writing can be improved and stuff or looking at other people's writing and discussing it all together but I think for me it was a lot more looking at other people's creative process and then learning from that as well and not necessarily artists so like I really enjoyed watching Chef's Table which is about <laughs> restaurants I love restaurants I think I was talking to my, my architecture friend yesterday actually and he also said that if he was an architect he would start restaurants so I think it's like a very I don't know everyone's dream I guess to start a restaurant but it's just so interesting to see like the creative process of starting a restaurant because that's like an entire project from start to finish and and, and because Chef's Table is structured so well it just comes across like a really really good documentary so Mm. like for example I think some people draw inspiration based on Chef's Table from like nature so there was was one guy who smoked meat in Patagonia the actual Patagonia like where the brand is based that's so cool Mm -hmm. it's like a mountain then it's like you have to go there by boat and then some people take uh, inspiration from doing good things for the community, like standing up for social, social justice, making mm-hmm. food for the community, and also employing people in the community. Like, so I think she employed like refugee or migrant workers. And that was like really interesting. And some people also work from being formally trained, which I think is quite similar to our trajectory. Like they are formally trained in chef that's the wrong word, in cooking. And then they start a restaurant and then they get a lot of criticism and then seeing them push back against the criticism. Like, I just thought it was so great to see that creative processes distilled in other people's Yeah. 
Yeah, that's really nice, actually. I might start watching Chef's Table now. Like you, like persuaded me to maybe go watch it. But yeah, I think it's 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 nice. Like the, I mean, the whole point of like saying like you talking about like being able to take inspiration for other people's like creative process. It just shows that it's not limited to like one view. Like it's interchangeable. You know, like it's not for us. Like it's not just related to design and architecture, which is. Like I feel like it's in every field, right? Like we didn't even mention like restaurant, but that can be like a whole thing in itself, and mm-hmm. that was like really cool just to see how people like build that, you know. And I think it's just really cool. And even like for you, like I think it's nice that you figured out like your own way of like being able to cultivate like your own sort of process and how you can generate ideas, which is really cool. I mean, everyone has their own sort of like um like ways. To like work better and stimulate themselves if they're sort of having artist block or like writer's block or just any blocks in general, like they have their own way of like doing it, right? And I think it's just very nice. Like for you, it would be looking at other people, and then maybe for me, it would just be like trying to stick with it for a while and then like going through different iterations. But yeah, I think or just you know having like a mix of all of them, like talking to yeah. other people, seeing how they like how they cope with it, and then like what sort of actions they take when they feel very stuck. I think it's also like a good way of doing it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that they have to do all of it, probably to like make something really that you are, yeah that draws from different places and that's informed by a lot of people's opinions. Because like, because I guess that's what creativity is about: making, yeah, combining different things together. Yeah, like if work. one thing doesn't work out, like you can always go for the other. Yeah, and yeah. Same with what you said. Like that's what creativity creativity is about. Like. Jumping, I think jumping on different lily pads, and then like picking out something from here and then something from there, and then you know you have your yeah. your own bubble of thoughts yeah. and ideas. But also yeah. sticking to things, like I think I I didn't take that seriously before this year. Sticking to things. Yeah, like just try. I because I guess our projects last for two two terms, so we really had to stick to it. And I thought that was horrible at the start, but I think. At the end, you realize that it's actually really valuable to stick to things and to keep trying things. Yeah, actually, we didn't really explore that that much. I feel like sticking to things is actually like a good point. Like even though, like when people say creativity is sort of about like generating new things and then coming up with like original ideas, but I feel like with a project, any project, like I feel like you have to sort of identify like your main aims and your main goals. And then stick to those, and then you have like sort of like your core idea of what this project's gonna be about, mm-hmm. and then you stick to that, but you don't like falter away from those things, you know. Otherwise, you'll just be like a mess, like you know, trying yeah. to find different things and piecing them together, and it will just be like a ball of whatever. I don't but know, like so hard stuck to figure idea. out what to stick with and what to throw away. Yeah, I mean that's also like a process of like exploring and figuring out, right? Like yeah. I think. What, like using our architecture projects as an as an example, like we have an issue we want to discuss, and then I think once you, like, sort of have a have a you general decide. idea, yeah, yeah. you just de- you have to take the plunge and decide what you want to stick with, which is, again, very hard. Like, there's no there's no set of rules that tell you, if X, then you should stick with this idea. Like, it's very hard. Like, there's no rules, so you just have to like trust your gut and then like, you know, believe in it. Which again takes a long time to just get used to, and it'll also take a lot of like exploring around, experimenting, talking to people to figure out like what your project really is about. But yeah. yeah, that was a good point. Yeah, I remember my tutors always said, "Also, like, what's it about? Can you just tell me in two to three sentences?" And then that yeah really helped. But 
also deciding when to go against what they say I think and deciding when what's right for you is also very hard for me like I I think it's very hard for me to go against authority in general because I'm <laughs> quite a timid person I guess but then it's just like it's just so difficult to know as someone who doesn't have much experience the quality or like to rank the quality of your ideas like sometimes you come in with a piece of work that you really like but you just don't like it and that's also fine like you just have to argue for it in front of them yeah it's really just about like finding a balance especially for us starting university like we really don't know anything and like what it's about so sometimes we just have to like trust the tutors and believe in them but I think once you get more used to the system and like how thoughts are generated and how the project flows I think we can start being more confident in our ability to like justify like what we what we want to keep and like what we want to change and then like what ideas we want to come up with so yeah it's just all a process i think yeah for the creativity yeah yeah so i mean like just to conclude everything just to like go through everything i feel like it was a very good chunk of stuff we covered and it was really interesting to explore to be honest like the i think the main thing we got from like um like talking about our personal experience is mostly just about like how creativity like sort of appears in different ways for like different people it just really depends on your journey but like it doesn't mean that like your journey is any, any less valid than others like depending on like at what point you start breaking out of your like confining mind of like not being able to generate ideas you know i feel like that was really important for me i remember Even we also Barlet. had this yeah i remember we also we often talk about how it's different for everyone in Bali because some people come from backgrounds where they study architecture before and some people come from backgrounds where this is their second course some people mm. are just have families who are architects and who are artists and they mm. just know how to talk about it and they know how to reference so much easier and, and better than like some some people someone like us who come from an asian school where art is not super valued so yeah, i think exactly. it's definitely different it's hard yeah. to, to realize that like our journey is not that, that, that there's no one right thing to do and that what we're doing is actually fine too. It's like, it's valuable yeah. for a different reason. Yeah, definitely. And then I think for me, like the main, like the main message, I think uh, at least creativity for me is like keep doing things and like keep exercising your creativity as a muscle. And only then, then you'll be able to enjoy the process a lot more and keep creating things and like keep doing things and yeah so it's just mostly for me like enjoying the process and then like keep doing things that yeah. you enjoy yeah, um, I guess for me it's also um, taking breaks which I enjoy <laughs> yeah I, I mean taking things. breaks yeah taking breaks while do it while doing yes, the process yes, you know definitely. yeah yeah and sticking to things that's also very important yeah I think the I think with taking breaks, it's also just about being in a good mental, yeah, um, good mental health, good mental place. Because I think when you take breaks, when you feel trapped, it really helps boost your creativity and like your mind ability, which is a really important thing that we should um, take care of for ourselves yeah. while also helping to increase creativity. Yeah, that's yeah. a nice, nice place to end. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, thank you so much for listening and we hope to see you in the next episode.